Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to have a large picture of my fucking face. Yeah, bearded, yeah, bleary-eyed, yeah, sort of bags, sagging, because he's not used to getting up in the mornings, because he's a sack of shit, yeah. However, adorned in beautiful, tailored, um, Vietnam's finest um, gold and black bomber jacket, just for those listening at home, uh, I'm looking, f- I would say fly, you know, fly, yeah, 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 for a cis white male, yeah, fly, look, at, hey, pretty fly for a cis white male, uh, in, you know, in, in a black bomber jacket with gold um, embroidered details, um, in much the way, perhaps a rapper might look, perhaps a rapper, you know, one of the, one of the rappers, you know, the rappers, yeah, you know, Stuart Lee and the rappers, you know, down by the supermarkets, you know, the rappers, there's going to be someone in the discourse saying, no video, I bet you, I bet you 10 pounds, uh, no, 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 okay, I'm down 10 quid already to show, that's not good, at least, well, at least it's not 500 again, guys, um, look, I need to get the, uh, I need to get the, the video link into the app, uh, admin, because, uh, the current one, it's going to be going to nowhere, going to buttfuck nowhere, uh, which is no good for anyone, you know, um, at least not the two people uh, that want to watch uh, the video, you know, you know, guys, uh, so where are we, Wednesday, eight o'clock in the morning, God's sake, mein Gott, Oh, look, it is God's sake, boy. Hello, God's sake, boy. You know why I call you God's sake, boy? Because every time I see you, I'm like, oh, God's sake. Guys, look, I'm here. Um, I'm, I'm doing my best. Yeah. See, look, thanks, guys. Thanks, Flaxis. He's a good boy. Time for bed now, though, buddy. Time for bed. You know, it's a bit late getting on in the evening, isn't it? What's it? Three o'clock your time? Come on, bedtime boy. Get your pyjamas on. Get your lobster pe- lobster PJs on. And slip your little nighttime lobster-shaped butt plug in. And, you know, head, head needs to hit the pillow. Uh, Tom Camp, he's about. Um, he's, a, he's a wild man, some might say, a lunatic. Um, but, you know, he's got a heart of gold. You know, he's a lunatic with a heart of gold. Chez uh, says morning snippers. Uh, and snippers says morning back, Chez. Um, but wants to know... Um, where are you going to cough up that money for the football that you put through his mum's window all those years ago? Um, because it's still covered up with cardboard and gaffer tape and uh, snips his mum's having a fucking mare about it, basically. It's been ages. Uh, power Jen, 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 uh, Jen, 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 Jen. Um, uh, one of uh, the UK's uh, leading bare-knuckle fighters, actually, Power Jen. Not a lot of people know that about Jen. Uh, she... <coughs> She actually grew up on the mean streets of uh, Chester and had to go through daily street skirmishes uh, with other um, hardcore DJs. And it would often spill out, you know, into mass brawls. Uh, But Power Gen, she's a skilled fighter, you know, Southpaw as well. So, you know, unexpected, light on her feet. Nip round like a little hornet, bam, 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 stabbing in, pecking in, yeah, like a little, like a little sparrowhawk, something like that. Yeah, she she wiped the floor with my, with most with with most bare knuckle fighting men, you know. Uh, they they won't let her fight in the male division because they know she'll clear up. 
Um, Chode is in. Uh, Chode is... Uh, there are rumours. There are rumours that he is part of the Illuminati, actually, that he is part of the shape-shifting lizard uh, interdimensional um, vampire uh, pedos that run the world um, and that he's actually hidden in plain sight, um, you know, as a, a Scottish mechanic. Um, and that the uh, when he when he smokes the weed, as he is known to do, um, he has sort of visions and ideas, much like uh, Muhammad had in that cave when he was talking to Archangel Gabriel. Um, in many ways, it, you know, many many have said um, that Chody is actually the second coming of Christ. You know, as well as being an Illuminati skull and bones member, shape shifting, interdimensional. Uh, lizard vampire pedo so you know it's it's all to play for in the chat really uh wodge is here uh wodge is a polish hitman uh i'm sorry to out him for that um he's killed over 200 people he specializes in executions of Mossad assets um that some say that he may have killed epstein or at the, at the very least uh, it's not really in the right circles it's not really disputed that wodge had something had an involvement it's just whether or not it was his hands around, you know, the King Nonce's neck, really, when the final deed was done. That's the that's the question, really. Not whether or not, you know, he had anything to do. We know. We know he was heavily involved, you know. We know he's done jobs for the Clintons, you know. We, we know. You know, uh, Michael Hastings, you know, after complaining that he thought someone was tampering with his, with his car, and felt like he was, you know, being watched and, like, said that something bad was going to happen. Car crashed in mysterious circumstances. That was our boy Wodge, okay? Uh, he was just getting it done, just doing what needed to be done. Den Tweed, a man from the other side. You know, the when I say the other side, I mean, you know, the sort of... Uh, the other side of the Elysian Fields. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a ghoul. You know, he's not of this... Well, he's not of this life, not anymore... He he is um, part of the spirit realm, you know. He he is <laughs> he he's actually a matchmaker. You know all these sort of mad mad lasses that marry dead pirates and stuff and marry ghosts. Uh, he actually runs a dating service for these for these mad bents and makes a shrewd living off of setting up uh, bored middle class white women uh, with ghost suitors. Uh, makes good money, although he can't spend the money because he lives in the spirit realm. And as we know, the spirit le the spirit realm really is the sort of working example of this sort of futuristic luxury gay communism that we've all been promised. Rob Humphreys is here. Uh, Rob Humphreys is a male escort, actually. We have a real mixed bag of people who listen to this show. Rob Humphreys is a male escort who specialises uh, in, in escorting um, overweight Jamaican men. Uh, out to uh, tea dances, and then uh, and then fingering them. You know, I, I mean that that's what they pay for, and he does a fine job of it. He does a he does an extremely good job, and he loves his work. You know, he loves his work. He doesn't do it for the money. He does it for the look on their faces. <laughs> oh God! What's going on? I'm I'm a one, I'm a coffee down. Um, mm. Well, that's not bad, actually. They've been very changeable at Cafe, Cafe Neuro recently. And, you know, sometimes I don't have time. Today, didn't have time for Costa. Got off the bus. There was 10 minutes, 
you know, t- 10 minutes until show start for me to get the coffee, get in, get everything set up. And I'd done it, and the video was working, and then it wasn't working. So, you know, what do we make of that? Peter Blatchford um, is one of the overweight Jamaican men of which I of I, which I've previously spoken of. And Peter, would you would you would you give us a, a short review of some of Rob Humphrey's work, um, particularly um, particularly him, uh, you know, opening his trouser flies and allowing and allowing you in, you know, that part of it. I'm interested in. I'm interested to know sort of what his sort of what his patter is like, what his sort of chivalry is like, what's his shtick, you know, when you go out. I mean, is he like? Is he just asking a lot of questions about you? Is he just staying silent and looking pretty? What do you want? I mean, do you get the whole proper boyfriend experience or are you... Um, right, yes. Okay, see what we're doing there. Uh, see what we're doing there, there, Peter. That's a good That's a good line. <laughs> uh, Rob, I know it's on the down low, but I also know that, you know, a pound note's a pound note and businesses need promotion. And I'm just, I'm just trying to help out, you know. I'm just trying to be a good lobster, trying to be a decent, honest, upstanding member of the lobster community, and help you run your CDS court business. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, um, just email info at robhumphreyfingerings.org uh, uh, if you do want to get in touch. Um, he, you know, just. He's, he's he's keen, he's open to ideas, and he's interested in learning new things. Guys, look, what's it, um, I haven't even played the intro yet. It's all very confusing. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's 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 kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Trickstar today. A few, a few of them in there. Um, and they are, well, they were certainly naked from the waist down. I don't know whether or not the nakedness is now uh, spread to the upper body as well, the upper torso. But I, I did see Jay. He was sort of sat on his haunches. They call it a campfire squat uh, in the CrossFit uh, world. I know that much. It's where you very much... Um, you sort of—it's like the lowest squat. Um, when you go to Asian countries, they—they they have a tendency to sit like that. You know, they're very good um, hip, uh, hip rotation and sort of hip flexibility. Um, something that seems to be lost uh, in the West, particularly uh, right here. My hip, flexi- hip flexibility is 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 very poor. Um, I can go into more details if you want. In fact, you know, if if you do want, perhaps on I could do a, a Patreon live stream just about my hips. I will say that although they're not flexible, they still don't lie, and they have said to me many times that jet fuel can't melt steel beams, and I've no reason to doubt them. What were we talking about? Uh, Watch is keen on a, a visit from Rob, um, our our rent boy uh, in uh, in residence. I could say, our resident rent boy. Yeah, so that, I mean, what what are you charging these days, Rob? 
Um, oh, right. He's saying that the fingering is just a base level service and the full nasty business is up for negotiation. Well, watch, negotiate. Make an offer he can't refuse. Guys, what's going on today? Mum shamed by strangers who say her supermarket trolley use is illegal. <laughs> uh, I both love, I love both a real unnecessary shtickler for the rules, and I also love someone who will tell them to fuck off. This is a nice story. Um, this has got... I mean, this is everything a coffee and meme story deserves to be. It's a major newspaper reporting on in, on just random internet chatter, um, either on Facebook or Mumsnet or one of these uh, one of one of these websites. You know, you know the websites. We've all seen them, haven't we? The websites, yeah. We know the websites, yeah, and the rappers. Um, I've got the website up here. Um, so, what do you think? Off the top of your head, what do you think could be the the potential illegality of the trolley? Um, do you think maybe she's strapped, like she's done a sort of Colin Furs style thing and has strapped rockets to the side of it and is driving it without a licence plate down the M25? Do you think she's trafficking children in it? Do you think she's selling drugs out of it? Sorry, that is an illegal use of the trolley. You cannot sell black heart heroin. Black heart heroin? Black tar heroin outside, you know, the Hollingbury Asda out of a shopping trolley. It, it, it really... I mean, I'm going to say, really, it's not the trolley that's the issue there. It's the black tar heroin. Why there's so much focus on the trolley, I don't know. Um, is it that? No. The potential, well, the perceived illegality is, in fact, that she has two children in the trolley at once. And the trolley there with the sort of four, uh, the four slots for the child's legs. I mean, you've got two children, four legs, four slots. Seems reasonable. Um, also, like just the use of the term illegal. This is wonderful. Mum who was food shopping with her two children was slammed by a fellow customer. Slammed! Body slammed after doing a high-risk manoeuvre off of the top of aisle four. Slammed by a fellow customer who said her use of the trolley was illegal. <laughs> Parent took to Facebook to share a photo of her trolley after the incident, asking other mums to decide whether she or the stranger had been in the wrong. She posted the snap taken after the encounter showing her two children sat side by side with their legs coming through the back of the trolley. I was told by a lady today, she told me it's illegal. Is she correct? <laughs> Turns out, he's actually extremely against the law and they're going to take her kids away. Uh, <laughs> um, firstly, uh, firstly, I think that the woman who made the claim of illegality um, should should be up in court for fucking nosing into other people's business. Yeah. And particularly if she went and grasped to the staff. Because I'm not saying that the Asda staff have better things to do, but just I don't think there's any need to be a grass in this situation. So firstly, stay out stay out of other people's fucking business. Yeah. Unless the kids are bit unless the kids are acting up, just fucking leave them be. Yeah. Look, I don't mind kids around as long as they're well behaved. They're not well behaved. I'll strike them and then I'll strike you. I think is what I think is a reasonable thing to say to parents, to, to any mother on on their own, you know, just trying to navigate the world while also take care of two young nippers. I think it's more than fair to say, keep those children in check, or I'll I'll thrash the three of you. You know, I think that's I think that's perfectly reasonable. Many disagreed uh, that the act was against any laws. <laughs> 
What's the, like, what's the law? It's not like overloading a car. You know, not enough people are wearing seatbelts. It's reckless endangerment. It's contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Those children might as well have heroin needles sticking out of their arms. This is a disgrace. She should be ashamed. We need to cancel this mum immediately. Um, Bard expressed concerns for her child's safety. To have both of them sat in the trolley. Why would it be any different to having one? Like, if you if the trolley overturned, if, you know, one kid or two kids, it might even be better with two kids, you know? Their children are, are notoriously quite soft and sort of uh, uh, and pliable. Is that right? And a bit, they sort of, you know, until the bones have really had the chance to properly harden. You know, a bit more bouncy. Bouncy is the word. Kids bounce, don't they? You throw them down the stairs, they bounce. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, one replied, probably not illegal, but also not a wise idea because of the potential risk of the trolley falling if the weight becomes unbalanced as the kids move. Okay, so Alan Partridge clearly there, chiming in. It's kind of a shame the person who told you didn't try to explain more kindly. Um... Well, the person can't see what you've done here with the two children in is you've actually raised the centre of gravity of the trolley, causing it to be potentially off balance. In the event that one of your children decides to stand up on the trolley at one side, it might actually unbalance. Not true, actually. In fact, if you had two children and one child was sat down there, another child got on the side, it would be better than if you only had one child and they got up and got on the side of the trolley, it would be actually more balanced. So, firstly, they're wrong, you know. Secondly, the important thing is that you keep your children under control while they're in the trolley, regardless of how many... Ch you can have a dozen children, yeah? You can bring... Look, let's... Okay, let's say, for example, you live in a shoe, yeah? Like, what's the name out of the fairy tale? You live in a shoe. You've got so many children that you don't know what to do. So one day you decide, right, I'm going to try... And do something. I don't know what to do, but I think doing something is better than nothing. More is to be lost in indecision than wrong decision. Let's go to the Asda. So you take your... Let's just say, you know, so many children that you don't know what to do. Let's say 12. You know, let's take your 12 kids. You've no concept of contraception. You've just... You're just slinging dick like it's going out of fashion and firing out children like a fucking Gatling gun. Yeah, so you think, let's go to the Asda. Okay, let's get a trolley. Put the pound in the trolley. It doesn't work. You have all of that situation. That's a pain. Eventually, someone comes along and says, look, you can just have my trolley. Give me the quid. You can just have, you can have this trolley. It's already out. Okay, so you put your 12 children into the trolley. The issue now is not the overloading of the trolley. With the, the, These trolleys carry a lot of weight, yeah? So... The weight's not the issue. If anything, with that amount of children, and you now have quite a, a very low centre of gravity, which is ideal, particularly for handling on the faster corners, particularly around the bread section, you know, coming into around the freezer section with the fishmongers area. That's a It's a tight corner, but you can take it at speed, provided you have enough downward force in the shopping trolley. Now, the kids start acting up. Now, now you're in trouble. Really, it is down to you. It's your responsibility as a parent to keep the children under control. If they're in there, if they're effing and jeffing, you know, they're taking the Lord's name in vain, they're dancing, they're trying to do circus skills, you know, they're pulling each other's hair, they're, you know, doing all of this sort of stuff. 
It's, it's then, it's when it, it's the lack of control there that is likely to cause a potential health and safety nightmare. That, so this is the issue. I mean, I, I, I am saying that 12 kids is overkill, you know. It's sure I'm, you know, I appreciate people should have the freedom to breed in whatever squalid way they see fit. And as much as that pains me, and I know everyone in the chat is deeply, deeply in favour of eugenics. I mean, that does seem to be one thing the internet can agree on. Um, the breeding licenses uh, with intelligence tests uh, that seems to be really something everyone agrees on on the internet not me nothing you know I think as a you know as a good libertarian I think everyone no matter how you know how deeply deeply flawed you are as a human being should you know be entitled to sling consensual dick I don't like it but you know I I, I do think you know do th I do think people should have the right to breed. <laughs> I know it sounds controversial. It's a controversial thing to say that people should have the right to, to breed and have children these days. I know. I know You'll one day you'll be sat around with your kids and you'll look out the window and Greta Thunberg will be looking in through the window just pouring scorn all over your family. How could you... You had children. Now you are taking their children. I'm not taking their children. I'm taking them to Asda. You know, I'm trying to take them in, in what some consider to be an illegal trolley. I consider it to be a nice day out that we're trying to make fun of the best of it. We've got 12 fucking kids and we live in a shoe. Stop giving me a hard time, Greta. I live in a shoe. Okay? Oh, you do not know what to do. No, I don't. I have 12 kids and I live in a shoe. Fuck you. Go back to school. If you went to school, you would understand these things. Anyway, uh, guys, um, was it old Mother Hubbard? No. He lived in the fucking shoe. Guys. Was it? No, older Mother Mother Hubbard, does she get trapped in the cupboard? I mean, that's a cheat. She's only called Hubbard. I've never met anyone called Hubbard. I mean, that's only because it rhymes with cupboard, right? Old woman lived in a shoe. Nursery rhyme. Come on, let's get into this. There was an old woman. They've not named her. She's just an old woman. Wow. That is what sexism in 2020 looks like, I'm telling you guys. Um, this is the extent of it. It's four lines by Mother Goose. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them some broth without any, bed, without any bread, uh, then whipped them all soundly and put them to bed. Okay. All right. Now. Uh, <laughs> I do feel that possibly Child Protective Services should be alerted to this old woman. Uh, as I, look, the broth, you know, very healthy. Bone broth, very good for you. Full of a lot of good things. A lot of vitamins, a lot of collagen, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of health benefits to a bone broth. However, whipping them soundly, apparently for no reason as well that like it doesn't seem to be like and the children were misbehaving to such an extent that she was forced to resort to physical violence as a way to maintain discipline no no she's just effectively starving them and thrashing them before bed i mean i don't know what listen yeah I don't know what situations have transpired in order for this old woman to be trying to raise a family in a shoe. I mean, I don't know whether or not she's got like, you know, a dozen kids to a dozen different fellas. 
it's possible, you know, and they've all gone out to get cigarettes and never come back, much in the way that, you know, Andy C did to Metten, although he went out to get Dub's cut. Now, I don't condone violence towards one's own children. I do condone it towards other people's, you know. So, so if they are her children, then I'm not into it. If she's looking after those children for someone else and she's thrashing them before bed, so be it, you know. Thrash an unruly child as long as it's not your own. <laughs> There's a weird thought. Like, I want to know where this nursery rhyme has come from. Like, who wrote it? Mother Goose. Like, right, look. It wasn't written by a fictional character, was it? Four lines. Like, this is clearly from a different era. I think. I think we can all agree that this is quite a problematic nursery rhyme. Would you... Can you re- can you reasonably read the old woman who lived in a shoe to a child now? I mean, can you read it without it necessarily being a threat? Anyway, all I'm saying is take the kids to the Asda and just keep them under control in the trolley, and then maybe you won't have to thrash them when you get home. You know, maybe maybe the reason they're up the Asda is because they've now run out of broth and bread, and so they're going to have to go out. I don't know. Maybe they're going to get some tiger bread. Maybe they're going to get some utterly butterly to put on it uh, and some of that really thin ham. So I can imagine a woman who lives in a shoe might eat tiger bread, thinking it's ritzy. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's basically just palm oil and, and, and flour. Um, and then the really, really thin ham that's probably gone off a bit. Anyway, that was the old woman who lived in a shoe. Um what else have we got? It's raining. It's barbar black sheep. Immediately problematic. Um, how much woodchuck could a woodchuck chuck? Uh, if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Okay. I mean, it's a tongue twister, really, rather than a nursery rhyme, I guess. This uh, Mother Goose, written a lot. Sing a Song of Sixpence as well. Another Mother Goose classic. Sing a Song of Sixpence, a pocket full of rye. Four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. Thrash your fucking kids before bed. How did you let... Ten different geezers get you up the duff. Have you never heard of using a banger? Okay, when the pie was open, the bird began to sing. Wasn't that a dainty dish to set before the king? The crows have now pecked his eyes out. Who would bake a pie full of live crows? Are you insane? Um, hold on a second. Why, why do they always end in violence? The king was in the counting house, counting out his money. The queen was in the parlour, eating bread and honey. The maid was in the garden, hanging out of clothes... Along came a blackbird and snipped off her nose. Right, I mean, that's rough, man. That's a rough turn of events, yeah? Poor maid. She's already, you know, suffering the indignity of a feudal system. And now blackbirds have stolen her nose. I mean, but maybe if the nose has come off that easily, could have rot- be half rotten off from syphilis as a possible one. Maybe, if you know, too long on the gack. Has uh, hmm, uh, I was watching a uh, Dankula Mad Lads about Al Capone last night. I didn't know that he basically died of syphilis. Um, the complications of, of syphilis. Also, I didn't realise they got him on tax evasion rather than any of his actual gangstering. Which is wild. Damn, tax evasion and syphilis. <laughs> Can happen to the best of us. Guys, look, come on. Tunes wise, let's let's play some um, let's let's play some music. What what are we doing here? You know, what are we goddamn doing here? Uh, 
where are we? Where's where, where's where are the new bets? Should we try another current value bet? Let's try another current value bet. Oh, uh, no, let's try this. Spinners, Sam Binger and Slay. Bet this isn't drawn bass. Spinners, right now you mess with winners. Kill a sound boy, man, a sound boy killers. Hit man, a clip man for a few figures. Take man out when I rubber ball in us. Got more flows than your hand hot dinners. It's on top if you wait with us. Losing just stay in us. Lose when man, a big boy MC. Who's them? Cut them out, I have to lose friends. One day at my time, I lose ends. Hey, tell me, what you gonna do then? Bring your crew and you lose men. I won't be with no DJ, still roll through with my new leg. Roll through, start letting off. See your favorite MCs getting off. Spit hella hard, but they're hella soft. Always rinsing, never washed. What after what and I've never lost Call my name, I can't let you off You don't want it, it's better squash Better get lost before I get you lost They cannot set to the boss Check out the way that I floss Got them all thinking we cool till they lick off your head like a bottle of us Oh golly, oh gosh MCs want the iPhone, stays to the switch And I use the mic like a cosh Told my everybody ain't taking a loss No L's around these parts OT where the cheese are Nah, they ain't big like we are Spin them out of their G-Stars Got it unlocked like a key car Cheers, Flaxis, you good boy. Okay, uh, a little, little bit thin on the outro, I will say, but that's a bit fun, isn't it? Uh, uh, Spinners uh, by Sam Binger and Slay. Um, it's, it's kind of up-tempo grime music, guys. Sure, sure, why not? You know, you know, we tried it at 140, pretty cool. Let's bind the tempo up a little bit, never know your luck. Uh, anyway, there's enough about that mum thrashing her kids. Uh, okay, well, we're, okay, we're just sticking with mum stories here. Uh, Mum finds baby dolls for sale as sex toys while searching uh, for dildo on Amazon. Um, mother was left shaken after finding baby dolls on Amazon as she searched for sex aids. Was it a mistake? What's the deal? I mean, Jesus. Um, uh, Rachel Rains, <clears throat> 30, from Lee, Greater Manchester, was so disgusted by the lifelike figures... Uh, that she said she was unable to buy any adult toys. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's right, put me off my dildos, that has. <laughs> uh, as soon as she saw the item, she told boyfriend Dean Ellison, and they reported the listing. I mean, it must have been a mistake, right? Surely. I mean, it's Amazon. What do you think was going to happen? Uh, however, unhappy with their response time, Rachel is now vo- vowed not to shop on Amazon again. She's boycotting Amazon. She said, I felt physically sick. It literally turned my stomach. It's disgusting. I've got a two-year-old little boy, and when she- when you see it, you think of them. I went on Amazon, I typed in sex toy, and I was scrolling through. About 20 images down, the baby doll came up. It was very strange. It must be a mistake. 
I clicked the picture thinking, why is this there? And there was the three other reviews asking why it was on the adult content page. It had been there since last year. It's been on there a while. It was just horrendous. I didn't buy anything after that. It's obviously put me off. I've not wanked since. Amazon removed the post overnight and are investigating. But Rachel still thinks they did not act swiftly enough. I wanted it removed in the I wanted it removed before I'd even reported it. I wanted them to have to Alexa to have some sort of mind reading technology and as soon as I see something that I find offensive or what have you I want it immediately removed before I've even ideally before my eyes have even registered the image. Rachel added, it make me question why anyone would want to sell anything like that and why it would be posted in the sex category. It, it, look, you're going to have to offer up a few more details um, for me to think it's anything more than a mistake. Uh, there weren't any other children's toys, nothing at all. I contacted customer services on the app and they sent the copy and paste message they sent to everyone. That was 6pm last night. I put a post on my profile because I wanted people to, re to report it. A lot of my friends have reported it, but it was still up there at midnight when I went to bed. They hadn't they hadn't any urgency about removing it. It's probably because they've got a load of other mad bastards to deal with. Uh, the link is now saying that the toy's unavailable, but you can still see the reviews. Uh, I got up this morning and checked it, and it said unavailable. So they did that overnight. I won't buy from Amazon again after this. Fuck off. A couple of weeks, you'll want something quickly, and it'll, you'll be back on Amazon. You'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, look, I'm, I just... Yeah, yeah. No, I you know I needed needed the Tide Pods the next day, so I just you know it's just I know it's very convenient. The doll Rachel discovered since been removed. Um, Amazon, however, however, other other dolls still appear as suggestions when searching for the sex toy on the website. You know what? I get I I I don't imagine that Amazon are actually selling dolls as sex toys. I I just. Look, there's no date. Look, they would presumably have posted some of the details of it. Like, to, I, I just, I just it seems like they've probably got the wrong image. Um, Bruce, with a hot take in the comments, says Rachel just wanted her name in the paper. Uh, Happy Sauce says I like imagining Rachel using her dildo. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, Noro says, but did she get her dildo? No, she said she's not buying anything. Um, okay, uh, facts. Someone who's called themselves facts says, it isn't quite as scandalous or as disgusting as it's being made out. The Amazon marketplace is an extremely competitive environment with multiple retailers selling the same or similar products. It's quite common for sellers to flag a competitor's listing as a sex toy. Uh, which moves the listing into the obscure adult section. So if a customer searches for a doll in the children's toy section, the doll wouldn't come up, but your listing would. It's underhand and against Amazon's policies, but it's extremely common. Well, facts. Dropping f f f fucking uh, knowledge bombs. <clears throat> I understand why Rachel wouldn't know this practice exists because she's visibly a moron and why the readers wouldn't it wouldn't but even the smallest bit of research by the journalistic writing the article would by the journalist journalist writing the article would have revealed the truth. Uh, thanks for that fact. Um, you have come to the wrong place though uh, if you're looking for journalists that do any research on their articles. <laughs> Uh, Jane Doe says, best part of this story is Amazon lost a, cu lost a customer. Support your local retailer. Um, Kantami, who has got a star next to their name and has claimed that they are a leader. 
Um, he says, it's called an accident. Uh, if it was a sex toy of a baby, that then being disgusted is understandable. Uh, but it was just a case of a toy being tagged uh, as adult. Yeah, okay, so mystery solved, really, guys. Um, why are you buying sex toys on Amazon? Well, I, get, I, I would imagine Amazon Prime is probably the reason for that. reason for anyone buying anything on Amazon rather than from somewhere else is because you get it very quickly and cheaply. I mean, are you, are you, are you fucking dumb, person in comment section? Hey, person in comment section on the internet, are you dumb? Are you stupid, person in comment section? Why don't you understand anything, person in comment section on the internet? Mm. Jeremy Corbyn to nominate John Burkale for a peerage after Boris Johnson's snub. What does that mean? What does any of that mean? I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Can you solve mystery message? Man left on counter at Sunblind Shop. Well. A few more slugs of this and I might be able to. Mmm. Shop workers have been left scratching their heads after a man walked in and left a cryptic message on the counter and walked out without saying a word. Okay, he's an, he's an asset. Who's a CIA asset? He's been turned. Okay, the, the full... Oh, God, it's quite long, and it's nonsense, so I read it before. Uh, okay. Um, furious husband claims stinking Morrison's steak gave his wife diarrhoea. Yeah, why did you eat it if you if it stunk? Man claims off food gave him diarrhea. What? Also, apparently Al Capone uh, may be the reason why we have expiry dates on milk. After a member of his family got sick from drinking milk that has gone off, um, he heavily lobbied to get dates uh, put on milk. Little, little, little fat nugget for you there. Anyway, the note reads as follows. Circus, good news, dear doctor, dear doctor doctors, uh, pets at home, dogs and cats, good morning, special, good night, full moon, smile face, two weeks or month. Dear MP, conservative and tours, uh, Labour, 10 and 11 Downing Street, London, UK. How are you? Happy today, smile face specials at schools, Kids, children, and your mum, dad teaching 6 to 11 aged, and youths 12 to 18 teaching the colleges 19 to 35 aged teachings. I am specialised. Happy shopping, Grimsby Town, your fire council office. Home, LNH, uh, 0300, policeman's, lovely. Your post offices, Grimsby, uh, Cleethorpes and Immingham. Job Centre and DHSS Disabling Mobility, the Royal Family King Queen. I lovely your open shopping hours. 9am to 6pm. Town, transports, buses, happy holiday, happy Easter, sunshire, happy old people and your family dance. Big celebrate. Town, oh, it's um, Tom Waits' lyric book. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, dear doctors, pets at home. Dogs and cats, good morning, special good night. Full moon, smile face, two weeks a month. Dear MP, conservatives and tour. 
Labor 10 and 11 Downing Street. <laughs> Grimsby and Cleetops, Freeman Street. You hope God bless salts and pets on the street and road stop. Look, listen, live in Northeast Lincolnshire. Welcome here, nice. Thank you, specials. <laughs> um, well, it's written, obviously, by someone, uh, I, I guess, with some learning difficulties, isn't it? I don't think it's a cryptic message. I think they're shaming the disabled. Maybe it's a... Um, I mean, it could be a code, couldn't it? I think if you if you read uh, the first letter of, of each of the lines, it says, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Ep, uh, Epstein uh, didn't... Um, did oh sorry did did nothing wrong wow okay bit of a bit of a twist um megan's dad says she has cheapened royal family and is not the girl i raised jesus now even her own father's flexing on her <sighs> well look she's welcome on the show anytime as uh, as i've said uh, uh, you know uh, a few days later, a binary-coded message. Here to save the world from self-destruction. Humanity is dead and I am the saver. See me in the streets. Okay. Um, I don't, all right. There's, there's, there's more to this. There's some symbols here, um, which I guess have... <sighs> it's still bollocks, mate. I've done with that. Temple of Satan has made a brilliant submission to the government's religious freedom bill. Well, look, let's play another record and then we can do the whole Church of Satan routine, see what's going on there. Uh, look, let's try this current value bet. It's called Chain Walk. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Thank you. 
Cheers, Beldor. Sorry, that's current value with chain walk. I think that was the devil trying to get out of my out of my mouth then. Squash him back down. Keep him in there. Yeah boy. Yeah man. Chain walk, current value off his album, which is called Senax, uh, which I believe is a herbal laxative. Um, so God bless him for promoting them because we all, God knows we all need a little listeners sometimes. Uh, anyway, I'll leave you with this. Uh, laughing gas is less dangerous and addictive than alcohol, uh, claims Wooks. <laughs> claims scientist Wooks. Uh, a former Home Office drug czar. Oh, it's David Nutt, our boy, um, who doesn't reply to his tweets. Um, a former Home Office drug star has blamed... Uh, Tsar uh, has blamed hysteria for the ban on nitrous oxide. It's been banned. Um, he says it is fun without the risks of alcohol. Professor David Nutt was sacked for his advisory role in 2009 after claiming a re- in a research paper that booze and tobacco are more harmful than many illegal substances, including LSD, ecstasy and cannabis, of which he is correct. And um, he also claimed that ecstasy was less damaging than horse riding. Again, statistically correct. Um he still stands by his beliefs that alcohol is the most damaging drug in pretty much every Western country and says laughing gas is a logical alternative for drinkers. There's no one, there is no one that is doing laughing gas and not also drinking. That, there's no one's like, I'm sorry I abstained from alcohol. Personally, now, um, of course I still have my vices. As I was saying. <laughs> As I was saying, Labour really need to get their shit together. But no, I don't drink anymore. Well, it, Professor Nutt says the drug, sometimes known as hippie crack, uh, is a great British discovery uh, used to relieve pain in childbirth and is less toxic and less addictive than booze. 
He added, its effect is over in a few minutes, you're perfectly safe, and you can go back home, you can drive, you're not going to be mugged, uh, you're not going to have a hangover. Well, I don't think laughing gas protects you from being mugged, but it's a bit of a reach. Um, as he revised the second edition of his books, uh, of his book Drug Without the Hot Air, a good book I would recommend, uh, Professor Nutt said alcohol is the most harmful drug in the UK overall. He added, every family in Britain is damaged to some extent by alcohol if not in terms of physical or psychological damage, in the terms of financial damage that excessive drinking causes. Yeah. Um, he said one thing that has become very clear over the last 10 years is that there's been absolutely no action whatsoever on the fact that alcohol is the most harmful drug. Despite owning a wine bar in Ealing, West London, and admitting to liking a few drinks himself, he says booze would be outlawed. Uh, he said that booze would be outlawed if discovered today. <laughs> it's a wine bar. Uh, yeah, right. Surely it, it it would. Like if you if if it was like yeah, if 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 let's say alcohol had never been discovered, but like all other drugs and still were in sort of similar use to they are now, and then someone discovered alcohol, it'd be like young people are losing their minds. They're taking this drug that makes them th fight and do stupid things they wouldn't do normally and they're throwing up and they're, you know, and it's causing, it's very, people do it all the time. They're doing it every day. It makes them drive badly. Yeah, they would they would be banning that quicker than they banned Biao Meow. Head of Imperial College London's Centre for Neuropsychopharmacology says that there is a continued attempt to undermine the harm caused by drinking with claims that it benefits health. Yeah, the um, all those things of like, Did you know a glass of wine a day is good for the heart? It's when you look into them, it's all just complete bollocks. Look, it's one of those ones where they do sort of like long-term epidemiological studies that like where you can basically just draw any conclusion that you want. Um, he says party goers would instead be better off taking laughing gas, which was made illegal uh, to supply for recreational purposes in 2016. Oh, right. Okay. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Stephen Ream, director of Solvent Abuse, support charity Resolve. Nice. Uh, said that although rare, people have experienced problems with nitrous oxide after developing a psychological addiction. Said that there have been 19 deaths in the UK associated with the gas over the past six years. And called cases of people driving on the drug concerning. Well, it's concerning for about a minute, I would imagine. Like, I mean, that's... You know, I mean, that's probably... There's a, probably more the action of, like, you know, the... Having a get the having the balloon in your face is probably probably the most dangerous part of that. I'm not saying go and bloody do balloons while driving. Am I saying that? Maybe I am. I don't know. Where are we? It's gone. I've lost it now. Yeah, right. A spokesman for the Alcohol Information Partnership said David Nutt's focus on the effects of harmful drinking should not be allowed to detract from the fact that booze is delicious. And really fun. <laughs> As evidence of the last government figures, our relationship with alcohol has changed significantly over recent years with the vast majority of UK citizens drinking alcohol within the recommended guidelines. Uh, yeah, the rates of boozing is going down, and particularly in the, the Gen Z lot. Fucking, the, the, they ain't shagging, they ain't drinking. They're just too busy, on, too busy saying the N-word on TikTok. The organisation is funded by the alcohol industry, and we... <laughs> 
The organisation is funded by the alcohol industry and was launched in 2016 to ensure the debate on excessive drinking remains balanced. Right-o. Uh, listen, guys, you're forgetting that having a drink is really nice. People forget that. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of talk about the harms of alcohol, not much talk about the benefits of it, like it being a lot of fun. Like it really being a great social lubricant and uh, otherwise dinner parties being quite dry. Huh? Sorry, what did you say? Justice Secretary Robert Buckland defends the ban on laughing gas and warned against giving the public a mixed picture on the safety of drugs. Speaking to LBC Radio, he said the conflicting messages, particularly young people, perhaps have the wrong signals from those in authority. Uh, those in authority are notoriously quite bad at giving correct signals or actually making correct decisions in any way, shape or form. In fact, sort of traditionally, they've done a pretty bad job uh, when it comes to trying to control what people do in terms of what substances they put in their body. Uh, I, I think in probably probably working stuff... To be honest, reading comments on internet, on internet newspaper articles is probably going to glean you better information than government drug policy, and that is saying something. Uh, my message to the Justice Secretary is, it's an illegal, dangerous drug. There are plenty evidence suggesting harmful to health, indeed life. Um, there's a very good reason why this type of drug is prohibited and banned. I, it's completely ridiculous. Um, sorry, there's a gas that makes your head spin a little bit for about a minute. As far as we know, it's you can't overdose. I mean, unless you suffocate, you can't overdose from it. Um, but yeah, banned. We'll ban it, ban it. Professor Nutt told journalists that the UK breaks the record for the number of deaths from opiates every year, while fatalities have fallen dramatically around other countries. Really? What, more than America? Surely not. Um, he says this was exemplified in Portugal, who decriminalised the possession of all drugs in 2004. Nutt says ministers in the UK, in the last UK government, went to the country and said, oh yes, it works. Uh, but we won't, we, don't, we won't do anything about it. He added, this is one of the worst examples of ignoring international evidence. The scientist said fentanyl, a powerful synthetic opioid, which is 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine, is a growing problem in the UK. Um, yeah, it's been, well, uh, I don't know if it's pro probably is a conspiracy theory. Uh, a conspiracy theory put on me by Haley's dad is that the China, China are deliberately flooding the West with uh, with um, fentanyl in order to, you know, sort of keep ev dampen everyone down for the for the inevitable <laughs> the inevitable war between China and the West. And if everyone's off their tits on fentanyl or dead from fentanyl, then it'll be a breeze. Maybe, man. Maybe I don't know. Anyway. There are 80 different fentanyls have been detected in Britain, and it comes for a third of the price of heroin. Yeah, fentanyl seems like uh, one that's probably worth avoiding. Um, grandparents kept toddlers locked up in wooden cages. They lived in a giant shoe and would... Uh, anyway, guys, look, it's the end of the show. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. I'm sorry that we're now on two days a week service. Just It is what it is. Sometimes it just be that way. Sometimes it just be that way. Power Gen coming up at 11 o'clock today. Then Gold Top Radio at 8 p.m. It's going to be a freaking belter of a day, no matter how you look. Unless you look at it really like, like that, you know, unless you look at it through the lens of uh, a fentanyl overdose, I don't know how you could possibly see today being any other, anything other than a glorious opportunity to excel in your life. So, guys, go out. Have a good time. 
enjoy yourself, work hard, eat well, and be nice to each other. Remember that I love you, um, in spite of your many, many faults. Uh, guys, I'll see you on Friday morning at 8am. There's a strong possibility Jim of Ranking Radio fame will be joining me. Um, but, you know, he's... He's a complicated character, as many of you know. And maybe may, maybe by Friday he'll be too fat to leave the bed set. So, you know, we'll see. Guys, I love you. I'll see you on Friday. Bless you all. Goodbye.